this is episode 16 of Insert Super Fun Here. I'm Allison. Parker. Uh, we are, um, I mean, for us anyway, this is like, we're rolling them out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did two in a two-week period. I know. Crazy. Calm down. I mean, you should start to expect this. I think that we're in a place maybe where we'll be able to finish Summer's this done. up. Yeah. Summer's done. I think that was the problem. Summer <laughs> was a problem. Yes. Um, so, last episode... That's we... an understatement. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so last episode we had a guest with us, um, Jesse, uh, Jesse Edmond, and... Um, he was really great. That I really enjoyed that episode. Really that was really good. That was really good conversation. Ah, oh. <laughs> sorry guys, my thigh really hurts. My dog attacked him. <laughs> He's scared. <laughs> He's... <laughs> he got, got scared because Parker's cooking, <laughs> and he's afraid of the fire, the smoke detector. And so I tried to put him on my lap, and he just scratched the shit out of but me. Now he's sitting so nicely. Yeah. Need your pee. Oh, it just burns. You know. Yeah. All right. Like so, <laughs> All right. So anyway, today we're talking about Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, oh my God! I'm sorry. I love, I loved this movie. This was this when we watched it. It was the second time I saw it. Yeah. The first time I saw it was in the theater, which was how many 2017. Years? 2017. So last year. Oh wow! God, I know, it right? Just, it, Feels like it's a lot. June lower. of 2017, yeah, so, so it's like just over a year. Things, it yeah. wasn't that long, but no. yet the way they pump out these Marvel movies, you feel like yeah, you're eight behind, right? You know, like even if it's just like I mean, because we really what only have one? three more. Yeah, two well, before plus, Infinity War. Yeah, and then Infinity War, and, and then Ant Man. Yeah, so four altogether. But if you really think about, it, like they were going, I think we talked about this in one of the episodes. Where it was going on almost like a two a year. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a lot. And then it starts to slow down now. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, this movie came out in June or July-ish, mm-hmm. um, 2017. Uh, we've got Tom Holland. We've got Michael Keaton. Yes. yes. We've got, of course, John Favreau and uh, Robert Downey Jr., we got a lot of people in here. I got Marissa Tomei, uh-huh. um, Zendaya. Zendaya. <laughs> um, Whoever played, um, oh my gosh, the main girl. The fuck was her name? The character's name, Liz. Liz? Ugh. Oh, I don't know. She's not anybody well, I don't know who the girl who played. Obviously, yeah. I didn't even know Liz's name. Right. So, um, but you have the, um, you have whoever she is. I'm assuming she's a person. I yeah, mean, she's not listed in like the Zendaya. Somebody no, but... before. Yeah, I mean, I know she's she's always been somebody. And was she a Disney person? Yes. Okay, so I didn't know. Don't ask me which Disney okay. person, but yes. Okay, I thought so, and so that's why I'm just so that's what I meant. Like the person who plays who plays Liz mm-hmm. really wasn't anyone that I knew. Yeah. From anything. No, I didn't Especially know when her you either. Have, you know, you know, Tom Holland's known for um, Billy Elliot on Broadway, yeah, um, and doing all of that. But, yeah. And Spider Man in Civil War. <laughs> well, so, so this is our second time seeing Spider Man right. himself. Mm-hmm. Like, so we saw him in Civil War, and that's how this movie starts out. Right? Is he's like filming himself mm-hmm. as he goes to Berlin to help out the Avengers, kind of filling in the holes. Yeah. Because, obviously, we don't know a lot from Spider-Man's point of view mm-hmm. within Civil War. Right. He's just a character but, in it. But, so, one thing... I'm sorry. But, I well, I was just going to yeah. say that, you know, speaking of Civil War, this mo- that's where this movie starts out. And that's probably one of my favorite things about this movie is that it doesn't try to do the backstory again. It just slides seamlessly into right. the Marvel well, Universe. We already... And, right. We all, the only backstory we see is um, the way the movie actually starts with right after the Avengers and the whole New York attack. What? The movie actually starts with Michael Keaton. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. New York yes, okay. After the, the alien attack. I'm sorry. I was... Oh, I was like... No, I, I, I think I forgot that part, okay. but then I was also you trying to me... picture Tom Holland 
like in the incident. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I no. forgot that it was oh, the Michael Keaton part. This is part. not Netflix. Okay. You don't have to call it the incident. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we can call it the Avengers <laughs> first mission. But okay. um, yeah, no. So it's so it's so we get some nice backstory of the villain, mm-hmm. which is who we need the backstory on. Right. We don't need. Yeah, another another spider. <laughs> Everyone, just like we didn't need in Batman versus Superman, we didn't need to see Bruce Wayne's parents getting shot. We Again. know they died. Like, how many times do we right. need to see? It? So Marvel was super smart in that whole thing. The only real time you see a quick, we don't see the only quote unquote backstory of how he became Spider Man was when he was telling Ned. Yeah, real fast. I was bit by a... Because you hear Ned saying, you were bit by a spider? Can the spider bite me too? Do you still have it? And the spider then, is dead now. And it just... But that's all you need to know. He was mm-hmm. bit by a spider. Even when he was talking about how... Um, when Ned finds out that Peter's Spider-Man, he goes, you can't tell May. Mm-hmm. First of all, I like that he doesn't call it Aunt May. Right. You know, because we have a young, cool, hip man. Right. Remember? Which is what you should have. You, you, can't, you shouldn't have a teenager with, like, a 90-year-old right. Aunt May. But in the comics, she was. Which is you, weird. Right. But she was slightly younger in the Ultimate Universe comics, but that's <laughs> not here or there. One thing I have to say, that before this Aunt May... Oh, you're going to have fun editing all of this. Well, I mean, technically, Marissa Tomei is 50 years old. No, right. So it's not like she's super no, young. But... Before this Aunt May, the young Aunt May was Sally Field. Right. You know? Who I was just like, oh, wow, they really go in with a good age for <laughs> Aunt May when Sally Field was Andrew Garfield's right. Aunt May. Um, but what's really nice is they even mentioned when um, he was telling Ned that, he, don't please don't tell May. She doesn't, she'll worry about me, all of this stuff. She's been going through a lot. Mm-hmm. But we all know who knows comics. Right. Uncle Ben's death. Well, and who's ever watched a Spider-Man movie before. Right. Yeah. And the whole thing is, they didn't do any of that. It was probably the smartest thing yeah. that they ever did. Like, right. I mean, this... So, I think it's important to also say... Wow, I'm coming with a lot of... Yeah. I mean, take it's over. It's also very important to say that this... So, Spider-Man is owned by Sony. And Sony keeps putting out Spider-Man movies... Because, just like, um, I think some other franchises, you have to put out a certain amount within a certain amount of time to keep the license. I think Marvel has that with a lot of, like, their, um, properties. Mm -hmm. It was, um, you know, like, Mm -hmm. X-Men. I think the main reason they came out with First Class, when they did, was they were getting to the line of, if you don't do a movie soon... It, it's gonna the license go. reverts back to Marvel. I, I believe so. Okay. So the, you know, and again, the first three Spider, the first two Spider-Man movies. <laughs> I was gonna say, good, calm down. But you know, in the third one, they thought was good. The Andrew Garfield ones, again, all the Spider-Men have a place in my heart. I like, I enjoy right. the movies. Um, but what was really good about this one was it was the first one that Sony. Still has ownership over it, but they said to Kevin Feige, come in mm-hmm. and basically oversee the movie. Right. So it's still a Sony movie, but they let Marvel ha- play with their own toys again. Yeah. And the Marvel so much influence was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, not even just the connection to Tony Stark, which we'll talk about. The mm-hmm. It's in the same universe as everything. But just you could feel that the people who made this movie loved the character. Yeah. And they just, they did such a great job with the Spider-Man feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I and mean, there's a lot of reasons when we talk about, but you can just see the good Marvel in this, mm-hmm. which I think was really smart that Sony was just like, yes, right. let's do this. Well, I think the first thing that they did that was, well, maybe that was the first thing, but so the second thing that By I Lenny Marvel. Right. Now. The second thing that I think that they did that was good was they cast Tom Holland. Well, first of so, all, what was good was they cast someone who looked like. But that's what I was saying. Was so, so Tom school. Holland is obviously a good actor, but right. he also looks like he's could be a fifteen year old. So he was twenty. 
20, he was probably 1920. 1920. Like, he he was, we'll say about still a teenager. Because I think he's, like, 23 now. Yeah, right. And this movie... Was filmed probably in 2015, in 16. 16, yeah. So he was probably, like, 20, 21. Right. But he looks younger than that. No, he, don't, he looks like a kid. Yeah. And we finally have a spider... I mean... I mean, Tobey Maguire did have a backpack on a few times (laughs) and a big fluffy jacket. It was like a 21 Jump Street thing where it was like, (laughs) clearly this guy's like 38 years old and he's in high school. And the sad thing is, I don't think Tobey Maguire was even like in the big scheme of things. No, he just didn't look young. He He was probably like like late 20s. 20s. But he didn't look like a teenager. he didn't. At all. Tom Holland looks 15. Yeah. You know, it just... Well, and the other thing, too, is, like, what was much more apparent in this movie is the way that they have him constantly talking, but he sounds like he's a teenager, like, yep. just talking. Right. Where, like, with Andrew Garfield's, I think it was more like, because he was, like, a cool cool nerd Spider-Man. Oh, no, he was, he was a pretty Spider-Man. Yeah. He, he was, was very pretty. He was. But also, he was emo. Yeah. Spider-Man, which I feel like they took that... Influence a little bit from because um, it was Mark Webb who directed the Andrew Garfield one. I get it. Webb. <laughs> oh, but he, <laughs> sorry. All right. I'll cut and, that and out. Isn't he, isn't he the one who did Five Hundred Days of Summer? Uh-huh. I, oh, I believe so. I think I'm okay. full of knowledge. And, we, and then I know there's probably somebody who's listening to this. That one person out there who's probably <laughs> screaming yeah. into it, like, "No, you stupid, stupid lion." <laughs> um, but, um, like, so they took someone who made, like, a more modern, like, movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Sam Raimi did a great job with the Sam Raimi ones. Uh, like, with his Spider-Man movies. Um, but, like, for the Andrew Garfield ones, they tried to make it just too cool. They tried to make him, like, emo Spider-Man. Okay. You know? And so I kind of think it just, it was a good, it was a good Spider-Man he was a good Spider-Man. He wasn't a good Peter Parker. Okay. While I think Tobey Maguire, except for the age thing, was a was an okay Spider-Man. He was a really good Peter Parker. You are correct. Oh, yes. About Mark Webb. Yes. I, I don't know why. See, that's the knowledge I have in my head, apparently. I fucking hate Friends of the Summer. Anyway. Um, so. You hate it? Well, oh, that's, me, that's, another, uh, well, that's another podcast. Yeah. Um, but so Toby Maguire was a better Peter Parker, uh, like a more realistic Peter Parker, not age wise, but mm-hmm. just in the, you know, the awkwardness and mm-hmm. the things like that. He was an okay Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man, like with the talking and the way he did things. He was not a great Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Toby. Tom Holland whew, is both both just does a great job mm-hmm. with it. And as we start talking about like the things that Mar- the Marvel influence that made it more realistic too, to kind of make it feel like the comic and try to make it feel like the comic, but more in the realistic world. Because the Marvel movies, they try to be as realistic in the real world as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of little things that they did to stay true to the comics. Um, I'm jumping ahead, but can I? Go ahead. Okay. This there, is your podcast. It really <laughs> is, apparently. Um, so one thing that I really like they did is as when he get when he unlocks when he and Ned unlock his new suit, mm-hmm. um, and he has his version of Jarvis. Um, yeah, the what, lady, yeah, what, suit lady. He calls her. Name? Oh, they end up, he ends up calling her Karen. Karen, that's right. Okay, so that's what I forgot. Um, so when he unlocks Karen, uh, his suit's Jarvis, I think that was really smart in the way that instead of, like, when you're reading the comics, there's a lot of internal monologues. Spider-Man likes to talk to himself. Mm-hmm. In real life, that sounds right. weird. Like, that's just, it doesn't translate well in a movie. Mm-hmm. He then can have those quote-unquote internal monologues out loud where we can hear him because he's talking to the suit. Okay. Like, I thought that was just really smart. Mm -hmm. Like, really just made it realistic. Because there were a lot of times when 
you kind of hear Tony, I believe Tony McGuire's like voiceover mm-hmm. type talk, and it's just not. I haven't seen those movies in forever, so right. I can't remember. But it's just, it's but... not as real, they're not as yeah. realistic. They tried to stay true to the comic with the voiceovers, but they tried to make it realistic by having him talk in the suit. I just thought it was really smart. I, I love this movie. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. Okay. Like, I, I've seen it, t- <laughs> I watched it again yesterday, and then I watched half of it again today. Oh. It's just, oh. it's a good movie. You didn't tell me that. Oh. <laughs> what, are you embarrassed? Yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just, it's talking about, it, it, it's, again, it's more the Marvel influence. Yeah. I, I, that has to have been. Cause they, they Kevin found Feige. a, they found a way to, to make the character mm-hmm. more like the comic, but fit it for the movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So it just, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, so yeah, so Tom Holland was great. Mm-hmm. He was a great Peter Parker. He was awkward. Um, but not super dweeb. Yeah. I guess that we, he was a geeky. Yeah. You know, they, he and Ned did, um, Star Wars Legos. Mm -hmm. Basically, I could have actually identified with this Peter Parker, except for the being scientist smart. Yeah. Um, but, or bitten Mm -hmm. by a radioactive spider. But like, this was a Peter Parker that I think a lot of people could identify with, especially Mm -hmm. in the nerd geek community. (laughs) Because yeah. we're watching the Spider-Man movie. Right. You know, like, it's a Peter part. I didn't feel connected to Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel connected to Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I could... Sad. As a... When I was 35, when I watched <laughs> this, I felt really connected to that high school. Creepy. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so, I think that... We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, we won't. Uh, so I think one thing that I really enjoyed about, or one thing that I thought I thought that they did really well in this movie is because Spider-Man is unlike any of the other Avengers in that he's a flipping teenager, right. he's fifteen right. years old, right. and he's got these superpowers. And we see, you know, in Civil War when Tony goes to him and he, you know, he says that thing where he's like. You know, I wasn't on the football team before. Now that I have these powers, I shouldn't be on the football team now. Right, right. Um, and so, um, it actually kind of reminds me. Are you caught up on Flash? Yes. Um, so when he plays um, baseball, yeah, and he and has to still he's pretend slowly, and they're yeah. like, he's so slow. I right. Literally thought the same thing. Yeah. When I'm watching that. So, so you know, yeah. so here we have a 15 year old kid who you know, has these superpowers and all of a sudden he can do all these things and he has been a geek and he has been like, you know, he's got one really good friend, but he's not super popular. Right. And, and all of a sudden, like if he wanted to, he could be the most popular, like athletic person right. in his school. I mean, it's like a freaking sci- little, little baby scientist school. So I don't know, you know, but whatever. So well, it's just a New York city public school. Well, it's a science and technical school. I think, like, I don't know. But whatever. So, anyway, so... Let's not get into the politics of New York City school system. I don't know. I wouldn't (laughs) be able to talk about that. So, well, so anyway, so you see this, but then... So, and then he gets drafted into the Avengers. Right. And so... And I, I think this is one of those things where it's like, it was kind of a Tony Stark thing to be like, well, I need somebody. This is the person that I want to use. And, you know, not just because he has superpowers, but because he's a kid and I can kind of control him. You know what yeah, I mean? Tony. So that was like a very, but he didn't think about the future of like, when this is over and this kid has to go back to his life. Like, he's just supposed to go to school and know that he can, that he worked with the Avengers, that he could be a superhero, and all of a sudden being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is not, is not enough for him anymore. Well, but I think it's also, I think it's what also sets, I think, Spider-Man apart because he's a kid is the fact that, like, like, it shows that he's a good kid in the fact that what 15-year-old... Would be like, you know what? I can't let people know I have this power. Right. Because they could go after my aunt. Yeah. It would make her upset. Mm-hmm. I need, like, he has a, like, the, Peter Parker always has a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. This Peter Parker really does. Yeah. Like, it's just. But I, at the same time. I, I just try to think, 15-year-old 
Parker Parker? Mm-hmm. <laughs> would... Oh my gosh. If I had superpowers... Everybody would Everybody know. would know. <laughs> I would beat up so many people. <laughs> I would have been on every sports... Like, honestly, I yeah. really would think that as a teenager... I made a lot of poor decisions. <laughs> um, I would have made really bad decisions yeah. if I had superpowers. So I just think they, and, and that was the Peter Parker in the comic. Mm-hmm. And they stayed really true to, because Peter Parker is a special yeah, person. hero. Yeah. He's a special person. He is. He's, he's, he's one of the better ones Mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. Right. Because you really think about it. I put him up there with Captain America and the fact, yeah. like, morally. Yeah. You know? Because it's a 15-year-old. Right. Who's you... I mean, he also learns, like, they didn't talk about it in this, but, like, in the comics and everything, that he's the reason his uncle dies. Yeah. He makes a poor decision. Right. But he learns from that. Yeah. I made many poor decisions when I was 15. Did not learn a <laughs> lick from it then. And yeah. continue to make poor decisions. Yeah. Like, it just, it just shows the... Mm-hmm. It shows the goodness. Right. In his heart. You know? Well, yeah. So, so what we see is for for most of the movie, what we see is Peter Parker, who has been to Berlin, who has worked with the Avengers, and who is now and wants something more, right? Yeah. And now he's not, you know, he's not satisfied with just being the friendly neighborhood Spider Man, and 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 you know, leading this double life, mm-hmm. and so he he quits band. He ends up quitting the science club. Right. Well, the reason he's quitting these things is because he, he wants he to feel spend like, his time patrolling the city more. Well, he also is is assuming that right. he's going to get a... That the Avengers or Tony Stark is going to get a hold of him to right. work with them again. Well, right. So, that's so why he needs to keep his schedule clear. Right. After, well, and that's why he's patrolling the city. Right. Like, he's just kind of, let me do the Spider-Man stuff because I can clear... Well, that. but I think he's also waiting for the call, the call. and yeah. he wants to be ready when it that, happens. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, I say and I obviously, see that. He literally says that. Right. <laughs> but then, but you know, obviously if things come up, he's like helping out. But I think, I think the main difference that I see between this, and I don't want to spend the whole episode comparing this Spider-Man movie to the other Spider-Man movie. But when movies. you have so many. Right. Like, I, it's like if we did a it's so Batman different. podcast, yeah. you would have to compare all the right. Batman. Well, so the thing that, the Batman, um, so the thing that I like about this movie is that there's a strong villain, but it doesn't feel like it's forced. Yes. Because yeah. the villain is off here doing his own thing, and he's not even really that much. Well, I mean, he's, I guess he's selling alien weapons, which is really bad. But he's not, like, out, like, actively murdering people oh, no. or causing mayhem. And the one like, person he actually murdered, they did a really nice job. Like, so the henchman that he murdered? Yeah. They did a really nice job of making it... Like, oh, that was an accident. Right. I thought this was an anti-gravity. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. Yeah. I, I was just going to levitate right. him. But, but the thing, too, is about this villain is that he's not trying... He's not going after Spider-Man. No. Like, I no. mean, eventually he kind of does, but it's not even like he's going after him. It's right. just that Spider-Man keeps showing up. Right. And so then when he figures out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, right. then there's oh, a whole thing. But when we talk about that's, that. what, that's what I really liked about... The villain part of this oh, yeah. movie is, first of all, great villain Michael Keaton, Michael amazing, Keaton was, was so great. good. So but good. but it didn't feel like a forced thing. It felt very natural. Well, and it was a villain who had good intentions. Yeah. Well, he was doing it for his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know mob people say that, you know, <laughs> like the Sopranos and stuff right. like that. Like villains are always trying to do it because they're doing it for the good of their family. Right. You really believe it with him. And so I think it's important to also know in the beginning, he got... So in the beginning of the movie, it takes place right after um, the Avengers... The Shatari attack. The Shatari attack. No, it wasn't after that. Yeah. No, because when did they move upstate? No, the beginning of the movie yes, is was. right I'm after sorry. the Shatari yes. attack. I- I, I was because getting, Michael Keaton's right. company is was hired by New York City to no, clean right. up. I, my yeah. question no, I at first was because then when we fast forward, yeah. they're moving upstate. But that was and later. So, that was later. I, I, yeah. There was not, so in the there was not a sign right. that said, 
Oh no, there was. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but anyway, so he's he has this contract. Yeah. And he talk, and then um, first of all, damage control comes in, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite comics. Um, and so, damage control are the people who clean up after superhero attacks. Yeah. Um, the same where um, it's kind of like what DC did with the show Powerless. Oh, okay. Uh, you know the who. Who handles things after? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the insurance cover? Who cleans up? All that yeah. stuff. So they have damage control. Kind of like what's happening in Supergirl right now. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, but there's better. no damage control, but like, that's why we have oh, Agent Liberty or whatever okay, I was his like, name is. Book better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not so heavy handed, but yeah. that's another episode. That's, yeah. <laughs> so what they have is they have them come in and they basically said, you know, the government hired us to do this. Mm-hmm. So you're out. Yeah. You know, and he talks a lot about, well, no, I need to do this for my family. I, I have yeah. not my, just my family, my family, these guys. And their families. And their families. Yeah. And I, I, I won the bid and they're like, I don't yeah. care. Um, one side note that I have to say is the joy in my heart that I felt that Time Daly <laughs> was in a Marvel movie and she is now in the Marvel world. Makes me so happy. Why? I love her so much ever since I watched Judging Amy. I was just going to say that. I was like that Amy Brenneman show. Yes. Judging Amy was like my shit. (laughs) I fucking loved that. My mom and I would watch Judging Amy on CBS together when I was... I swear, I really wasn't that big of a loser in school. <laughs> but my, Tell me more about how you were Peter Parker. We would watch Judging Amy, and we would also watch ER on Thursdays. But Judging Amy was just such a good show. Okay. Um, and I fell in love with Time Daly in that. And just every time I see her in something, I watched that stupid Sally Field movie, uh, Hello, My Name is Doris. Oh, I didn't see that. And I was so happy because I love Sally Field. But Time Daly was her best friend. <laughs> and it just made me so happy okay um so yeah so time daily is now in the marvel universe and we all can sleep well at night knowing you can at least that's all that matters we all can but so she's the head of damage control okay basically so the fact that they first of all had damage control was great but damage control comes in and takes basically the job away from him so michael keaton's character um god what was his name in the show in the movie (laughs) Like, I know, I want to say the vulture, but yeah. that's not. <laughs> oh, what's the vulture's name? I Adrian just... Toomes. Yes, Adrian Toomes. So, Adrian, so, so Adrian Toomes, you know, is bad, wants to support his family, wants to help his men, basically starts an un, basically starts steal, stole some of the. Tahari. Shatari. Shatari. Tahari. <laughs> I was watching The Good Place and that's something. I don't know. But um, Shatari um, weapons yeah. and armor technology. and technology to then start making his own weapons. Yeah. Um, well, at, I, at first he takes it and he's like, there's got to be a market for this somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, you fast forward and it's it ends up that they're making well, weapons. So he has basically. a little group yeah. of the Shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has a really nerdy guy. He's a really nerdy guy who's like kind of doing the technology piece. The shocker's more muscle. Yeah. The nerdy guy's the tinkerer from the comics, which is just cool. They just, they threw him in there. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's really cool. Like, again, they took such care. Yeah. Of just in throwing all these little things that just mm-hmm. make the geek in me yeah. so happy. You know, like they, they could have just made him any type of person, but they gave him the they gave him the same name as the Tinker in the comic, and yeah. it's just it's really cool that they do that. <laughs> they they didn't have to throw in damage control, right? Damage control could have been Homeland Security, yeah, but they made it damage control. Like they just took such care, yeah. And I think this is part of the Marvel effect, right? They took such care because now Sony only has Spider-Man characters, yeah. When they say, you know what, Marvel, you can do some of this. They now open it up yeah. to all the Marvel characters that Marvel can license that isn't X-Men, Fantastic Four, anything like that. Um, which then allows us, and I guess it kind of moves us to the Tony Stark piece. Right. 
you know, they were allowed to talk about the incident. They were allowed to talk about the Avengers, all of that stuff. And Tony Stark was able to have a, a hand in the movie. He actually was only in it. Um, I looked this up. I think like three main scenes. Yeah. Um, so he's not in it as much as it feels. Right. Sometimes it has the trailer made you think. Mm-hmm. Like when you saw the trailer, you're like, oh, this is a buddy yeah. movie. Like yeah. you're like, there's just a lot of flying of Tony's of Iron Man and swinging of Spider Man. <laughs> but Tony's not like Tony doesn't overpower it. Right. Like the Tony piece is actually pitch perfect. Yeah. Like the amount of Tony Stark is great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to say anything <laughs> about that. No, I, I mean, talking. I just I think it's um. You know, it's kind of a, obviously at some point you got to move away from Tony Stark being Iron Man all the time. Right. Um, because obviously there is a point at which he physically can't be Iron Man anymore. Right. Um, and again, since Marvel movies are supposed to be rooted in reality, right. you know, that's a real thing. You can't have like a comic book where Tony Stark is Tony Stark for 30 something years and right. he never really ages. Right. So well, after Infinity War, he's not the second right. Infinity War. But not. again, this is like another step in the Tony Stark maturity. Yeah, hundred ten percent. Right. Like, um. Yeah. So he's like becoming a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know when when he built the uh, the facility upstate and they were training the you know they never called them the new Avengers right. but you know Scarlet Witch and whatever that was that was like a Captain America mentor thing. Right. He wasn't really involved in that. He just built the facility. So this is Tony Stark's mentor opportunity. Right. Um and so but again in true Tony Stark fashion like we mentioned, he doesn't think it all the way through. Um he because he just expects this kid who he's given all this responsibility to to just then go back to his regular life. But you also see Tony Stark grow. Yeah. Throughout this movie. Oh, for sure. Because he realizes right. that that was his problem. That yeah. was his mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, you also see... So, I'm also going to liken this to this Tony Stark and Peter Parker relationship is the best Batman-Robin relationship I've ever seen, basically. Yeah. Like, they had that Batman-Robin movie, Batman Forever, Batman-Robin. You also have a man... Who's playing Robin? <laughs> um, Chris O'Donnell. But, a man, baby. <laughs> but like, like not a, like yeah, not a kid. But like, they did such a good job. Like, if they ever did a Batman and Robin like movie, they should model it after this Tony Stark Peter Parker relationship. Yeah, because it was great. Like Tony Stark was, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. You fucked up. Mm-hmm. Even though some of it was Tony Stark's fault for right. But he didn't. Batman would be the same way. Bruce Wayne wouldn't think of that, and Bruce Wayne would say, "Oh no, you did this. I'm taking this away from you." Yeah. And but then hopefully learn in the end. And they did just such a great job with that relationship that it felt real. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also felt like Tony Stark cared about it, which spoiler makes what happens in Infinity War oh, even worse for my heart. Ugh. Like it just, yeah. it just because they built the relationship, they built the. Peter Parker looks up to Tony Stark. Peter Parker does something kind of stupid. Tony rips everything away from him. Yeah. Um, and then they well, reconcile. And, and but, I, Tony I, did, but Tony was right in what he did, too. No, for sure. Because, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say what Peter Parker did was stupid. Just he, what he was doing was immature. He wasn't thinking it through. He wasn't like, we're on a freaking boat. Right. They are dealing with alien technology right. weaponry. And so, like, I don't think it was the fact that he even jumped into it. Like, immature. No, I don't think it was the smart decision for... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I'm not well, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of, like, a difficult thing to, yeah, to no, parse, though, because he realizes something's going on, right. and Tony and Happy won't listen right, to right, him. Right. They're not well, taking him seriously. You don't think they're listening well, to they're, him. But Tony did make that, did make that comment. I listen to every voicemail you leave that... Right, but they didn't take him seriously. Well, they did. Well, they didn't... The only reason that Tony showed up is because the fairy was sinking. Right, but he... Peter never told him about the fairy situation. Right. So that was Peter's fault. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just... And again, 
I'm not like saying. Oh no, you're you're all, you're you hate Spider Man. No, I'm just I'm saying Tony did actually listen to every voicemail that Peter left, and if there was something big, he would have taken care of it. Right, but he didn't talk to Peter about it. Well, no, he just ignored him. Ignore it. He ignored him. He ignore didn't him. communicate no. with him. He didn't communicate well at all. Yeah, he didn't. Re- he didn't answer the phone. No. He didn't return the voicemails. But he listened to them. Oh fuck you! Nice. Oh my god, you're such a Tony Stark apologist. I really am for some reason. <laughs> no, Tony's so mature now. Oh, I think this is going back to the last episode. Just a little more of my daddy issues yeah. showing up. No, it, was <laughs> it was the Parker fault. <laughs> his, Tony was his father figure. He loved him. <laughs> daddy loved me. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Therapy session. But yeah, but the Tony Stark piece was just, it was a great arc. For him not being in it actually as much as you thought he was going to be, it was a really good arc. Right. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. A fucking good movie. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I Michael Keaton was amazing. It's just so yeah. good. Mm. So we have to talk about that. Um, I also love that he figured out that okay, Peter so was Spider-Man. Let's, let's talk about that. Because you know how that happens in movies all oh, the yeah. time and you're just like, oh, how do these people not know that this is Spider-Man? But not only that. How do people not know that Clark Kent is, spy- is Superman? Well, okay. <laughs> it's not just the glasses. So <laughs> I'm not going to bore everyone with the science of it. But There Clark- is no science there is. Clark Kent does. He slouches a lot more. He doesn't have the spit curl when he's Clark Kent. He changes his voice octave when he's Clark Kent. never around when Superman's around. Yes, that situation. But that, and then. He's clearly fucking Lois Lane. But that part, though, not the fucking Lois Lane, (laughs) but the part of he's not around, that's what made Adrian realize that he's Spider-Man. Right. But what I... So let's talk about that scene. First of all, when Peter... So Peter asks Liz to go to homecoming. Right. Because he's benched. He doesn't have a suit anymore. And and now he's he's throwing himself back into Into high school 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 being a kid. So he asks Liz to go to homecoming, which after he does that, the scene with May and him... Learning to Aww. dance and just... Fun. It was May just, and her high-waisted pants. Yeah, it, uh, right? Like... I, they were really pushing the high-waisted like pants. Like, the entire movie. movie. It was like, you guys have an agenda. Right? And, and it's high-waisted pants. understand, but boy, yeah. we don't need to see that. We get it, Marissa Tomei is a slamming body, but come on. But the scene of, like, when he's like, May, May, you know, yeah. I'm going to the dance with this girl, and she gets him ready. She oh, The scene, okay... I grew up with a single mom. And the the scene of them watching the YouTube video on how to tie a tie almost made me cry. Oh, my God. Because I remember needing to tie my first tie and having to go to a neighbor in the apartment complex we lived in and asking (laughs) him to show me how to tie a tie because we didn't have YouTube or anything like that. But just, it just, they made it so realistic. I really identified with this kid. (laughs) But it was just, it was just, that whole scene is great. Well, how does a grown-ass woman not know how to tie a tie? How many ties does a a grown-ass woman who doesn't have any kids have to tie a tie? Well, she had a husband. Okay. Men can tie their own ties. Oh, how did they learn? Well, why would his wife teach him to tie a tie? Women who are married know how to tie. Well, they should. But why? Because they help their husbands get ready. I don't know. But why would she tie his tie for him? As a grown-ass man, (laughs) he doesn't need a woman. I can understand a mother learning to tie a tie. I'm just just salty because I know how to tie a tie. But I worked at a suit store, so I guess that makes sense. But if you didn't work at a suit store, would you have known how to tie a tie? No. How many times did your dad say, you know what, Allison, tie this tie for me? My dad does not wear ties. But but it's just, 
Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anywho, we digress. We went on a weird tangent there. But, so, I just thought that was cute. That was nice. So then, he goes, she drops him off at Liz's, um, because Liz's dad is going to drive him mm-hmm. to the dance. He knocks on the door, and who fucking opens the door? But Michael fucking Keaton is Liz's dad. She just... Yeah. Stop slamming the table. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it was just... It was one of those that afterwards, I was like, fuck. Obviously, that makes sense for the plot and everything yeah. like that. It ju- But I but remember also- hearing gasp so, in the theater. Yeah. People were just like... <gasps> well, so... I was reading this thing about, this might be a fun fact, I don't know, but basically the director, John Watts, um, wanted... You know, I didn't even know who the director was. Wanted Adrian Toomes to be a regular guy. They say closer to John C. Riley's Nova Corp and uh, Roman Day from Guardians okay. of the Galaxy I can see than that. other like um, MCU villains yeah. who are a little bit more fantastic you know Um, like so because spider-man is just a regular kid that got bit by a spider this guy is just a regular guy who ended up being a super villain not really a super villain but a villain because because he was needed to provide for his family oh yeah and he just kind of fell into this life so so him being just a when he's not villaining right he's a fucking dad it's just like when Spider-Man's not Spider-Man, and he's just a fucking high school right. kid. Right. So, I think it was, but you're right, it was like a perfect reveal. It, it was a perfect reveal, and it's one of those things, too, that that wouldn't have crossed many people's minds. Mm-hmm. Be- Don't say it. Well, no, it's because you just, you didn't think of it at first. Yeah. You know, because Liz is black. Well, she's half black. Half black, right, but I'm saying, but in the movie, mm-hmm. like, she's just, she's, she's obviously... A lot darker skin than uh, Michael Keaton. Oh my god! Well, no, I'm I saying we're having this conversation. No, we're gonna change. We're gonna edit this part out. <sighs> no, but no, I get no, what you're saying. It's just it's it's saying that it's just that it was really you know it was one of those things. I mean, well, what? it's it's a deeper seated issue with yeah, people where exactly. you, you don't look at even you you that. look you right. look at even a light skinned black person right. and you don't assume that they are exactly. that they have a white parent. But just right. But then you just. It just, they did it in a way where you just don't know. I mean, obviously. I mean, to me, It I makes complete sense. To me, I didn't, it, that didn't occur to me no. at all. To me, what they're really playing off of is the fact that you have this villain and you don't think of what he's doing when right. he's not a villain. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, so that's but what. But he talks about his family a lot. Like, he always, everything he says is for my family. Yeah, he does. But for like, for, for like Spider-Man. Right. I don't think he ever says it to Spider-Man. Yes. Does he? Oh, okay. Well, he says that after he figures out Peter. So anyway, so what we have is Michael Keenan answers the door. Peter Parker, the minute he sees him, was like, oh my God, I've seen him before. This is the vulture. Yeah. Michael Keenan doesn't know Peter Parker's Mm Spider-Man. So they have to, the most awkward um, picture taking session, like Liz's mom. Yeah. who is that actress? Because I feel like I love her. I, I just I don't know. I find her. I've seen her in things before, and I find her to be so beautiful, <laughs> like so beautiful. Like is she a model? <laughs> I I don't know. I'm sorry. I just like when I saw her. Like she's someone you know. Oh my god. She's been in a lot of things. I don't know. <laughs> you're just like I, just, I don't know. You're just I love his mom. Her mom. I love Liz's mom. I just I don't know. Like, oh, uh, let's see here. Who we is it? We take a it? slight detour. Oh, Garcelle Beauvais, yeah. She she was a model. Right, okay. So it's just, I feel like I've seen her before, but I also find her... And how old is she? I'm sorry, I'm trying to do math. Um, She is 52. Gorgeous. <laughs> Fucking gorgeous. Especially for 52? Fucking gorgeous. Anywho, so, so that's a sad. So there's a great, you know, there's that great scene when she's being the normal mom of the daughter going to her first really big dance, mm-hmm. you know, taking the pictures, doing all of that. Um, Michael Keaton's like doing the whole dad thing, and Peter Parker's just being so awkward because he's <laughs> like, I'm in the house of a supervillain. Yeah. 
my girl, the girl that I like, dad is a super villain. <laughs> this is weird. The when, when he hands Liz the when Liz is like, oh, aren't you supposed to give me that? Yeah, and he the, just like the, toss the, it. the crochet. What's it fucking called? Now I can't think of anything else but crochet, which is not a Crossage. fucking word. Oh, I know. I know. I made up a word. <laughs> the second time tonight. The crusade. And he just hands her the box, which yeah. was fucking great. Um, but, you know, and then you have that car scene. And the car scene where Michael Keaton is piecing it all together because fucking Liz <laughs> keeps saying... Well, you know, Peter Parker was at that thing that Spider-Man was also at in Washington, D.C., but he wasn't with us in the elevator, but Spider-Man... And just, Michael Keaton starts putting it together, and you just see the... Like, you watch the wheels turn. Uh You watch it happen, and it's just... It's a great scene. It's a Michael Keaton really 67? I believe it. I believe it. Love me some Michael Keaton. I'm going to watch Multiplicity now. <laughs> I mean, come on! You have Michael Keaton, Andy McDowell. Marissa Tomei is a year older than Robert Downey Jr. She's older yeah. than Robert Downey Jr. Jeez. Anywho, and she's uh, two years older than John Favreau. Oh. And she's like fucking kicking their asses in the hotness department. Oh. Although, fucking love me some John Favreau. You do, but I think I would do Happy. Oh, I hate him as Happy. Really? Yeah. Why? Happy annoys me. Oh. And he's just kind of a bitch. In the comics or in the movies? I don't know if there's a happy in the comics. Oh, okay. Just in the movie. He just, I don't, he's, a, he's just, he wants so much approval from Tony Stark. Yeah. That it's just like, oh my God, suck his dick already. Oh, like, it's just. It's, Whoa. So I'm sorry, we got off track there. But <laughs> the car scene. The car scene. Wow, you're going to have some fun editing this episode. Um, the car scene is just, it's, it's a great scene. You watch the wheels turn. You watch him figure out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And then when they get to the school, and he does, he just, what's really good is also, Michael Keaton doesn't change in a way, like, in front of, he's so disciplined in front of his daughter. Right. Because he's like, oh, I have, oh, right, honey, why don't you go ahead while, now that we're here? I have to have the father-boyfriend yeah. talk. Well, and honestly, like, when she gets out of the car, it's not like he becomes super villain. He no. just is basically, it's like a ramped up dad talk. Yep. Because it's a villain talking to, but he, he doesn't kill him. doesn't kill him. He, he threatens, does say. He threatens to kill that him. That I will but, kill you and everyone you love. Right. If you, do, if you don't yeah. leave me alone. Right. But he doesn't, like, it's not like a thing where he becomes super evil looking. But also, Mike Keenan isn't a super villain. Right. He's, he's just, just a villain. He's just a villain. He just wants to take care of his family. You know? So, yeah. Oh, fucking great. Great scene. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we just have, you know, obviously, Peter Parker. He's like, I, I can't I not can't. be Spider-Man. Right, I have. Well, and it's like, again, one of those things where it's like, it's the responsibility mm-hmm. because he has the great power. He has but the they, great responsibility. Which I love they never said. Right. They never but, said But they it. showed it. Right. And so. Yeah. Oh right. my God. Yeah. That's so good. Because they didn't have to say it because he finally it. gets what he yeah. wants. He gets a date with Liz, and he really likes her, and she really likes him, and it seems perfect. And he's been kicked off the team well, right. by Tony Stark. He doesn't have his new suit, and the villain gives him the out. Right. Yeah. And he's got it. You know, he's got to protect. You know, he can protect May. Right. He can protect Ned. You know, anybody else. But and but he knows Ultra that doesn't say you don't have to be Spider-Man. Just right. leave meal. Right. Yeah. And so, but because Peter Parker is who he is, right. he can't not try right. to stop that. You're right. Ugh, so fucking good. Such a good movie. <laughs> Such a fucking good movie. And it just, I mean, and then it ends with, again, showing the character of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. You know, he saves the day. Yeah. Tony invites him to be an Avenger. Like, full-time. Full-time. Like he's going to live thinks, at the facility. He, he shows him the iron spider suit. Yeah. Peter thinks it's a test. Yeah. And says, you know what? No, I don't want to be it. And, and goes back. And then we find out that, no, he was actually offering him a spot. Right. There. And it just, it was really good. Yeah. Oh, so fucking good. Such a good movie. If you are and listening to this. And this is where we this, find out Tony Stark, Pepper Potts, 
are gonna get engaged. Back, well, they're back together. Yeah. After Ultron, she's not in Ultron. No. Oh, it makes us so sad. No. Because we, because as much as I don't like Glenn well, Paltrow in life, well, because she, I love her Pepper Potts. She wasn't in Ultron, and she wasn't in Civil War. Remember, she didn't well, come to that. Why wasn't she in Civil War? Because they were broken up. Right. Yeah. That's why she didn't. <laughs> I know. That's what I was saying. But, it's even but more thank you for like skipping up. ahead. She <sighs> fucking goddamn. She didn't show up to the thing that he was at because they were broken up. Yes. Oh my god, I fucking hate you. I, it's called Parker splaining. It's called man Parker splaining. Parker splaining. Parker man splaining. So anyway, um, they're back together. Happy is apparently no longer the head of security at Stark Industries. Well. Jesus. Well, let's just say he didn't do a good job with the plane getting taken over by Vulture. <laughs> okay. He let a lot of things slide. Okay. Well, I just meant like he's driving Tony around again. So, which he wasn't doing when he was the head of Stark Industries. The head of security at Stark Industries. Okay. Because remember in Iron Man 3, he's like... He's got the badge, and he's, like, making sure everybody right. else has their badge. But in the beginning of this movie, he's still driving Tony around. That's what I meant. Oh, you mean this whole movie? Yes. I, 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 I think he's still head of security. Mm. I just think he's... He's still head of security because he still makes sure the move goes well yeah. and everything well, like that. And, and think, because Tony can't drive himself. Right, because he's rich. <laughs> right. But then he only trusts Happy with knowing who, right. who Peter Parker is. Right, right. Okay. But also, I think Happy should be demoted. <laughs> a lot of things happen under Happy's watch. <laughs> so You're such a dick. You really don't like him. I don't. A lot of things have happened under his watch. Like what? Oh, uh, like the extremist thing in Iron Man 3. How was that? That had nothing to do with him as head of security. Security should be aware of everything. Everything that's happening in the fucking world. It wasn't had anything to do with Stark Industries. And this vulture, a normal person, took over. Just because he had alien tech doesn't mean anything. He had Iron Man tech. He just he took over the fucking plane. Yeah, and he didn't know because he didn't return Spider Man's calls. Such a happy apologist. No, I'm blaming him for not returning his calls. Oh, okay. Okay, so anyway, let's go ahead and rate this movie. I mean, clearly you're like at an 11 already. I will give like this movie... rock hard for this as movie. As a movie, 9.5. Okay. I will give this movie a 9. We have to listen... I have to listen back. I don't remember the ratings that I've given all the other movies. No, me neither. But I would give this movie a 9. I love this fucking movie. I literally... did a subscription to Stars so we could watch it. I've been... I've watched it three... Two and a half times. And I'm probably going to buy it. Because I fucking love it. This is just, it's such a good Spider-Man movie. So, and I love the first two. Mm-hmm. I love Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man movie. I've ever seen that in theaters. The second one with Dr. Ock, that's a good, good movie. This is my favorite, favorite Spider-Man movie ever. This is my favorite version of Spider-Man ever. I fucking love this movie. So I will say that it is the best Spider-Man movie. Clearly Tom Holland is the best Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Um, I enjoy a lot of parts of this movie. But when I go to rate something, I always think about how likely am I to rewatch this right. on just a regular night. And so I probably have to rate it like a seven. What? <laughs> well, that is fucking bullshit. I... I don't think we've ever fought over a rating. No. I don't think we've ever been so disparate in a rating. Yeah. A seven. Yeah. Why? So, I think it's a good movie. It's a great movie. I said I think it's a good movie. I love Michael Keaton. I love Tom Holland. I just... I, I don't know if it's because... And the thing is... I love me a high school movie. Yeah. But I think it's a young superhero that I just don't care that much. So you'll rewatch all the Guardian movies before you rewatch this. Oh, for sure. 100%. I mean, I love the Guardian movies. I, 
No, this is the. I think maybe I think, it's because I'm I'm uncomfortable, like because with my male superheroes, yeah, I want to do them, and I know that Tom Holland is technically legal, but Peter Parker is Wait, not. Wait, so you rate your movies based on, on the doability of your superheroes? In this case, yes. Then why was it Winter Soldier a ten? Well, I mean, it's not the only thing I keep, like, it's not the only criteria. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> no, I don't think that that's why. I don't know. I just, like. Oh, that penalty. I liked it. <laughs> this isn't politics. <laughs> um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I probably will watch it again someday. But, like, it's not one of those movies that I would just turn on and watch. See, that's the thing. To me. It's a movie that I can just turn on and watch. Like, forget superhero because when we rate these, mm-hmm. we rate them at, we rate right. them as just as a movie. Yeah. In general, I could watch this movie over and over and over again. Love the superhero pieces. Just love the movie in general. Okay. But I love me a high school movie. Well, I can the, love me a high school. Movie. And I don't want to say that the seven is like it's like just, a seven. That's movie. your low. That's no, whole low. <laughs> Your Hulk was six no. or something. My my Hulk was like a five and a half or a six. But, but this is okay. Your so maybe it's not lowest. A, so uh, I, I mean, think you, that I'm okay. So maybe I'm taking into account the fact that I probably don't want to watch it again very soon. Okay. Too much into account, so I could probably move it up to like an eight. No, you know what? No, fucking your seven. We don't need your point. <laughs> well, you apparently really no. Want it. We don't fucking Spider Man and I are fine. <laughs> we don't need. Your point. I'm sorry. I am hot this week. Yeah. Because, side note, my name was attacked <laughs> in media this week on Superstore. <laughs> the entire episode, I'm just like, Parker is going to be so mad. <laughs> it just, it just, oh, I, I had to Snapchat it out to some people because <laughs> I was so mad okay. about how they, they first of all, they took the definition of my name wrong. It's not Park Keeper. It is Keeper of the fucking Park. Very different. They That's someone who takes care of the park. Not, not someone who sleeps, someone in, who sleeps in the park. Um, <laughs> then they basically made me the Flash Thompson of Spider-Man. Hmm? The preppy, mean, jerk person like Flash Thompson was in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it just, I was attacked. Thankfully, Amy in the movie itself <laughs> was so angry. She um, kept her name. That her she, kid's name. Oh, it just, oh, just, and I've never heard my name so many times. So abused. <laughs> I felt so attacked by my TV. <laughs> I've given my TV so much love and attention my entire life, and to have media attack me, <laughs> very rough. Okay, President Trump. <laughs> um, all right, so our next movie, which I am very excited about. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. So excited. And I'm very stoked for this movie. I'm, yeah. Because I'm okay with, you know. It's just, it's it's the best. I'm okay with Chris Hemsworth. But it's also the best Thor movie. Yeah. Okay. But we're jumping ahead. Right. That's for the next one. We're jumping ahead. So, yeah. So Thor Ragnarok is up next. Um, then we have we, Black Panther. Yes. And then Infinity War. <sighs> and have you watched Infinity War again? Twice? I've watched it twice, yeah. You've only watched it twice? Yeah. Oh, you saw it, you went to theaters twice? Uh, yeah. Oh, I okay. went by myself. I did too. It was a great experience yeah. by myself. Yeah. You know, ate a lot of popcorn, cried, <laughs> wept in my um, seat. But then, then I've also watched it two other times. Oh, okay. I have not. In um, whole. But I think, I mean, we didn't spend as much time, like, linking things to um, Infinity War as we did with Guardians 2, but you did make a really good point about the relationship between Tony Stark well, and Peter Parker. Guardians 2 was, so many, what, was yeah. a lot of setup for Infinity yeah. War because we're not going to see, we didn't see those characters, like I said that time, we didn't see those characters again until Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And we needed to know yeah. a certain way. Same with Peter Parker, though. Yeah. The next time we see him. But, I, no, Infinity I mean, War. this this is setting up the... You know, the the part of Infinity War that, that has Spider-Man and... and yes. That's not what made me cry. But anyway, 
So anyway, well, so one of them. Come on, that was an emotional scene. Yeah, it was the second cry- time I watched no, it. Your crying one was your downstairs. My feelings. downstairs area was yes. crying. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that when we talk about Infinity War. So, um, which might be at like a three-hour episode. Yeah. So anyway, um, oh, we're gonna have to have like the Hall of Fame of guests. Yeah, we should. We should have everybody. Really should. Like Jesse. Yeah. Um, Linnell. Linnell. It's Brett going to be in Black so. Panther? She's, yeah, our friend Brett is going to be um, guesting in Black Panther. I don't think she watched Infinity War. Was she with us? No. No. She only watched Black Panther. Okay. Oh. So she'll be on Black Panther. Yeah. But I think Linnell and Jesse. Yeah. Would be a good. We need people. Infinity War. A panel. We need a panel of people. We need lots of booze. <laughs> I will buy a separate thing of vodka just for that. <laughs> and every time I want to cry, I will take a shot. Oh, God. Oh, and then we'll all be weeping by the end. Well, I'll be passed out <laughs> by the end. Um, but, yeah. All right. Well, I've been Allison. I've been Parker. And this has been Insert Super Fun here. Mm-hmm.